Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 20th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Well, tomorrow night, airing exclusively on UFC Fight Pass, will be Invicta FC 30 from Kansas City. And I'm going to give you a quick preview of the event. Um... Generally speaking, what I find with Invicta shows is the main card is weak. And, you know, when you're dealing with prelims, it doesn't really matter that much because you're dealing with um, less experienced fighters. But that's usually the case. Their, Their matchmaking is faulty at best and sometimes just pandering. Okay? So, the main event on this show is for the vacant... Um, Adam Waite title. It will be Jinyu Fry from Min- versus Mina Grusander. And this is my problem with Jinyu Fry. I have no problem with her. I think she's a good fighter. I don't think she's an elite fighter. I do not think she belongs in a championship fight. And that's because in her last fight, she got her ass kicked in Korea on a Road FC show by Ham So Hee. Okay, so why are they giving her a title shot? Because they like her, okay? That's not a reason to give a title shot. You give a reason, you you give a title shot because the fighter deserves a title shot, not because you're giving them a bone, all right? That's not how it works, okay? So I had a guy complaining to me, oh, well, she had a title shot against uh, Ayaka, and then, you know, she got cut, and she wanted to continue, and they stopped the fight, and she lost. Well, she lost the fight. And since then, she had a big fight against Ham So Hee in Korea, and she lost that too. All right? So, what? You're giving a fighter whose last fight was a loss a title shot? What in the hell is that? Anyway... She's going to lose anyway. Minna Grusander is from Finland. Uh, uh, you know, I guess I call her the killer bunny too, kind of as a tribute to uh, uh, Kanpa. But uh, Minna was fighting at uh, strawweight. Uh, I recall seeing her uh, in Japan against Suri and Pancrase, and gosh, she looked bad. <laughs> you know, she, this is a, a girl who has... Um, Pretty good amateur credentials. She's won a lot of tournaments in Europe. And uh, Pancrase brought her in looking for her to make be a real challenger to Siri. And she just wasn't. But then she came to Invicta a few months ago as, a, uh, as an atom weight. And boy, she looked really good as an atom weight. So it's possible that she's better at atom weight than she was at uh, at straw weight it's just that uh, a lot of times at a lighter weight you still have that that strength you have more strength at the lighter weight i mean i've seen that before so it's not that big a deal uh if she fights the way she fought the last time we saw her uh i think she's got it in the bag you know but we'll have to see can she go five rounds i can't either of them go five rounds the co-main event on this is a just a joke it's a pathetic mismatch it is a welterweight fight Felicia Spencer uh, versus Helena Kolesnik. Now, first of all, when people are complaining about featherweights, you know, 
Felicia Spencer is probably the best featherweight around right now, other than Chris Cyborg, okay? It's just that she's still an Invicta. Now, not everybody wants to be on The Ultimate Fighter, so that may be it there, but she's actually a Canadian. She's from Montreal, but she um, uh, trains now in Florida. Um, she's 4-0, and uh, she's looked really good when I went so far in Invicta. Um, unfortunately, in this particular occasion, this is a bad mismatch. Helena Kolesnik is uh, from uh, Russia. Uh, her record is 5-1, and one, but brother, uh, she's won some fights where she just looked awful. And in her fight in Invicta, in she got beat pretty bad by Pam Sorensen, who, quite frankly, isn't that great, okay? Felicia's a much better fighter. So I'm kind of at a loss here with, with someone like Helena. Like, I would not have brought her back, okay? Now, maybe they just don't have uh, enough welterweights around that they really didn't have a whole lot of choice. So that's a possibility, but... It's a fight that should be on the prelims, not because of Felicia, because I think she should be moving up, but because her opponent here, Helena, is really bad. Okay, And even on the broadcast when, when Helena fought, Julie Kedzie kind of admitted that she's not very good. Okay, And I, I just don't understand why they brought her back, unless they really didn't have a whole lot of choice, in which case you wait until you have a good choice. All right, so now we have a, a fight on uh, strawweight, at strawweight, Heather Joe Clark versus Kimberly Novas. I'm not crazy about either of them. Heather is a, an older fighter. Uh, she's, I think, 37. She uh, was in the UFC. She was on Tough 20. Uh, she had injury problems. Uh, she didn't do well in the UFC, and now she's not in the UFC anymore. She probably should retire, okay, because she's getting old, all right? But some fighters are stubborn and they won't retire. I mean, she has a seven and six record. It kind of speaks for itself, you know? She's just not that good, you know? Her opponent here, Kimberly, also familiar with her because uh, saw her in Japan. She uh, faced uh, Shuri, another fighter who faced Shuri. And her record is nine and four. And, um, you know, she's okay, but not great and and again uh, it's a fight that if heather joe clark was never in the ufc it probably would not be on the main card so again this is one of these things where invictus seems to have this notion that if a fighter used to be in the ufc maybe we have to have her but i don't think that's true i don't think that's true and the other uh, uh fight that i i would look at as on the main card is uh at uh, flyweight Miranda Maverick versus uh, Brogan Walker Sanchez. And these are both fighters who have been in Invicta before. They're fairly uh, uh, inexperienced. Miranda is 3-0. and Brogan is 5-0. and So uh, they're, they're decent. They're decent fighters, but, uh, you know, they're, uh, you know, obviously they should be on the prelims. And that's part of the problem you run into with Invicta is usually the main card, the top of the card, is weak. So there we come to the remainder of the card that is okay because you're dealing with mostly developing fighters, okay? You've got Kerry Kennison, who's from uh, New Hampshire, I believe. Uh, her record is 3-0. and and her, her opponent here is a uh, newcomer to Invicta, Stephanie Geltmacher, who is from Oklahoma. Uh, this is at uh, Bantamweight. Kerry is 3-0. and Stephanie is 2-0. and 
Uh, again, they're fairly uh, new, so it's difficult to say how good they are or how not good they are. Then we have uh, at uh, atom weight, we have Jillian DeCourcy facing Alesha Zapatella. Uh, Jillian is replacing uh, Shino Van Hoos, who uh, got injured. Uh, Jillian is from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, she, she's been an Invicta before, and she's, uh, you know, again, she's a younger fighter. She's not that uh, experienced. And uh, Alicia is making her Invicta debut. Okay, so again, they're not that experienced, and that's fine. And another Adam Waite fight, we have Elise Anderson uh, making her Invicta debut against Stephanie Alba, who uh, I'm not, I've seen her before, and I don't like her. She's been in um, uh, Combat Americas, she's been in a couple of other promotions. She's just not, uh, she's proven to be not that good. Elise Anderson, like I said, we haven't seen her before, so we don't know. Okay, and again, uh, the opener is uh, a flyweight bout Aaron Blanchfield versus Brittany Cloudy. Both are making their uh, Invicta debuts. Aaron is 1-0. Brittany is making her pro debut. So, you know, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with any of those fights, and uh, I'll be there. I'll be at uh, UFC Fight Pass watching it, uh, obviously, on my Roku player, uh, you know, no, no computer monitor for me. I watch it on my TV. Thank you very much. Thanks to Roku. And so uh, well, I'll be there and I'll have my review of the show on Sunday. Now, a couple of other quick things I wanted to get to. Um, first of all, um, we have a change in a UFC fight. Um, there's supposed to, the fight was supposed to be um, Alexa Grasso versus uh, Angela Hill. That was going to be uh, August 25th at uh, the UFC show in Lincoln, Nebraska. Alexa has dropped out due to injury, and uh, replacing her will be Courtney Casey. Um, now, the thing here is that I think this makes it a more, possibly a more interesting fight, and a more, possibly a mo as well, a more difficult fight for Angela, because when you're talking about Alexa Grasso and Angela Hill, they're very similar fighters. They're basically, you're talking about basically a kickboxing match because neither of them go to the ground. You know, uh, Angela is a kickboxer. Um, um, Alexa, uh, in her last fight, she got clobbered on the ground by um, Tatiana Suarez. So uh, I, I think it would have been a unanimous decision, possibly split decision. It was going to go three rounds. With Courtney, it's a little bit different because her... Um, fight, her fight style is a little more diverse. Uh, she uh, likes to go to the ground, and I think that's what she'll want to do with Angela, is if she takes Angela to the ground, uh, she's going to win that fight. You know, it's as simple as that. And uh, Angela has to try and keep it on the feet, because it really, she doesn't have a ground game to speak of. And, um, you know, if her... She has to really work on her takedown defense here because if she gets taken down, I don't see her winning this fight. So I, I think it, it, the replacement actually makes it a tougher fight for Angela. I don't think Courtney is, a, is an elite fighter. She's kind of been uneven. Sometimes she's fought well and sometimes she's gotten beat. But uh, I think her diversity gives her a little bit of an edge over Angela. Okay, one other thing. Uh, it was reported in Japan yesterday that uh, 
Joshi, veteran Joshi Paresu wrestler Ayako Hamada has been uh, sentenced to three years probation uh, for uh, her uh, drug for her drug charge. Um, what happened is that back in May, uh, Ayaka was Ayako was supposed to be on a, um, a Sendai Girls card, and she called them up and said she wasn't going to be there because. Um, you know, she was, she said something about being held hostage or some nonsense like that. So they called the cops. The cops went over and they found that she was, uh, uh, had drug possession. She was in possession of drugs. She was on drugs or something. So uh, they tossed her in jail. Uh, the th it, now, when this was reported by Tokyo Broadcasting System or TBS, they screwed it up. They said that she was sentenced to three years in jail. They corrected it later. And what they found is that she's been given three years probation. And if she screws up on probation, then she gets thrown into jail for 18 months. Okay. So it's unfortunate because uh, Ayako, of course, uh, had a 20-year career in, uh, in pro wrestling, mostly in Japan, working for Arceon. Uh, more recently, she had been working uh, for Wave as a trainer and um, also, um, also a, uh, working as a wrestler for Wave and other companies as well. Uh, she uh, retired from wrestling right after uh, she was sentenced. She had an uh, announcement and she, she retired from wrestling. They were never going to hire again anyway, and she's 37 years old, so by the time her probation is over, she's 40 years old. Uh, she said that she intends to uh, uh, try and get a job as a translator in uh, Tokyo, and that's because she speaks uh, Japanese and Spanish. Okay, she, her father is Mexican um, uh, wrestling legend El Gran Hamada, who's also very po was also very popular in Japan. Her sister was also a wrestler at one time, uh, Xochitl Hamada, mostly in uh, Mexico. But uh, it's an unfortunate end for Ayako. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how she wound up uh, getting involved in drugs, but as I said, it's a very unfortunate situation, and uh, um, at least we got uh, finally got the story right. Like I said, TBS really messed up at first, but uh, now it seems to have been clarified, and she's not going to be uh, in prison. She's just going to be on probation. Okay? All right, that's about it for today. As I said, I'll be back uh, to back on Sunday with the, um, rev my review of the Invicta show. As I said, don't forget to watch that at uh, tomorrow night on UFC Fight Pass. Um, definitely uh, worth checking out. Now, uh, again, uh, if you uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. You can leave a voice message on uh, the podcast. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. And if you have any, uh, you can follow, you can uh, subscribe to my blog at uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Google Podcasts, and other services. As I said, I'll be back on Sunday with a review of the Invicta Show. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later.